Welcome back, Flash Fanatics, to another episode of Back in a Flash with... Steven. And Meg. Hi. Uh, hi. <laughs> um, this episode, uh, this week's episode, we're going to talk about, um, what is it called? Power, Power outage. outage. Yep. And it was with Blackout, right? Like, that's yeah. the main guy. We Freak. also saw, yeah. we also saw the Clock King yep. from Arrow yeah. as well. William Talkman, played by uh, Robert Nepper. He was on Arrow last season. And yeah. came on to Flash this season. How did season. he exit Arrow? Did we even see? I think he was, I mean, he was put in prison, right? And that's why they had the prisoner transfer. He gotcha. was being transferred to Central City. Is so. that how it, he, he showed up there? I yeah. guess I missed that part. Like, yeah, I saw yeah. him in the police station, obviously, mm-hmm. at the beginning, but I didn't really understand, like, what he was doing there. Yeah, that's what they said. He was, it was a prisoner transfer from cell block 1a mm-hmm. ah, star wars reference <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, prisoner transfer and and he was i did what'd you think of the little encounter between he and barry i thought it was where, so cute actually where he commented on his watch right yeah quality, quality time piece <laughs> yeah kind of set the whole yep. thing up with uh his obsession with time as if nobody's like seen him before right but right uh, well just and then in case and then have. even more barry's comment uh, you know, when he said that they they took all of his yeah. all of his time pieces, multiple, multiple. Uh, Barry said, you know, well, maybe you shouldn't have done whatever, whatever it, it is, is you, you did. did. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> just like a very earnest, <laughs> I know. earnest statement He's to like, retort I with. Have no idea what what. Sorry, why but you're here, maybe but... <laughs> you shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I kind of thought that was really cute, and I yeah. did notice when they were walking him or I guess when Barry was walking towards the elevator and he was coming off, right. he walks right past that, um, the mural, the, the that, mural that you talked yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. The, and so this is the first time I actually noticed it. Like I yeah. saw it in this episode. It was really cool yeah. though. So that mural, if you didn't listen last week, we talked a little bit about it. It's a, a justice league reference. homage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Reference homage, uh, Easter egg, uh, a bunch of Greek gods and goddesses in the central city police department. Uh, and the set designer has come out and said that it is, in fact, a Justice League homage, and you have all your different characters represented by the Greek gods and goddesses. And it's, it's is, really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's really well done and very beautiful. And mm-hmm. this is the first time, like, the first chance I think I actually, like, really noticed it as right. he's, like, passing it. I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool and really yeah. beautiful. And it fits yeah. perfectly in the police station. It so. does. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, but then we also had, I think, I think it was still before that. I think it was like our opening scene where Wells was doing his monologue and talking about how Barry has started using his powers for mundane tasks. And you see him like waking up in the morning and brushing his teeth at super speed. Yeah. Doing his hair, getting okay, dressed all at super like, speed. Okay, but seriously, like if you have, if you had super speed, wouldn't yeah, you, you use t- it for everything? Totally like all like, day long. He was doing that first day. You can't yeah. tell me he wasn't. <laughs> I know. Come on. As soon as I found out that I had super speed, it, everything would be like, oh, I've got time for that. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm going to sleep in until the very last minute because I got time. <laughs> Done. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he was. Yeah. Right? Uh, so does but, he get but, tired? Actually, that was I was going to ask about that because you know he wakes up. So does he actually get tired, like as the Flash? Or well, I mean, he gets de-energized and has to eat. So I would expect so. Yeah. I mean, I would expect that. But if he same. were just able to like fuel himself all day long, like eat, eat, eat right. all day long, like would he just be able to run forever? I mean, does he ever? Is there ever a time like 
She's I, just gotta. I gotta go to bed, guys. Sorry, can't save the world today. <laughs> I gotta go I, take a nap. I don't know. I think. I think <laughs> at least for the purposes of this show, they're probably going with a normal like eight-hour sleep cycle <laughs> at night. So what is that, what happens? I guess at night when he's sleeping, like he, there's no crime solving. No. Yeah. There's no crime when he's asleep. No, okay. All Nothing. the burglars just go to bed. Yeah. Everybody just yep. is like, well, Flash is sleeping, so I got to sleep too. It's, yeah. <laughs> they they know what's up. That's pretty kind of them, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a very gentlemanly thing to do. <clears throat> yep. Yep. All of the criminals in Central City are very courteous criminals. <laughs> Obviously. Anyway, okay. So he wakes up at super speed and uh, Harrison yeah. Wells is talking about this. Right. And then we see him walking down the street mm-hmm. and he gets mugged or is some you know a mugger attempts to mug him right and and he just has this really fun playful banter and really that that kind of to me felt like taking a page out of spider-man's book you know spider-man in the comics and in the uh the latest movies is and in animated stuff has always been really snarky with villains mm-hmm. like he picks on them and teases them a little bit yeah knowing that he's got the power to stop them it's really easy for him right and what they're doing is not only kind illegal <laughs> but also right just silly yeah like you're an everyday thug you don't think i can deal with you <laughs> right. come on yeah Let's but it's not like real. this guy knew he was dealing with. He just right. thought that this crazy man was like, ha, right. ha, 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 you're trying to mug me? Like, get out right. of here. You right. know? If there was an Olympics, <laughs> I really liked the line, if there was an Olympics for mugging, you didn't just... You didn't just meddle. You Michael <laughs> Phelps did. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. What a great reference. That's so fantastic. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he like, he even drops a cop off just right. like before right. him. He's like... <laughs> speeds, speeds away. <laughs> Pulls down the criminal's pants, leaves him in his boxers just to tease him more, (laughs) I guess, and then brings a cop in. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I wonder if he explained to the cop, like, as he's running at super speed, like, hey, I got this criminal for you. Just arrest him. Because, like, he just drops the cop off and the cop, like, looks at him like, okay, first of all, this guy's, like, got his pants down in public. What's happening? Where did I just go? Maybe he did that so that the cop would arrest him for public indecency oh, <laughs> since, since the cop wasn't witness to the mugging. That makes more mugging. sense than just like pantsing the guy. <laughs> just like, ha ha, pants run off, you know? I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was really funny. And then he gets to the to the uh, police precinct or whatever and they're right. like, what, wh- why are you always late? And he's like, I don't know, I got held up or right. something. Right. You know, little oh, tongue and yeah, at, at Star Labs. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, at Star Labs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, and backing up, so we had uh, Harrison Wells doing this, like, uh, log. It was, like, scientist's log or whatever. He was talking to his computer. And, in the Braille room. Right, yeah. in the Braille room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, I felt very, like, Star Trek at that point. Like, I really wanted him to be, right. like... Start start date. Start date. Start date. November twenty third. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? That's what I was kind of expecting out of yeah. that. But um yeah, he started talking and he calls his computer by a name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gillian, right? Uh Gideon. Gideon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gideon. Excuse me. No, um right. which apparently means something. Well, I don't I have uh, no idea. I was surprised Gideon, that it had a name, first Gideon of all. Gideon as a name, honestly, doesn't mean a whole lot, necessarily. There is, uh, there's a couple Gideons in DC Comics. The one that's noteworthy, or, or at least has been brought up a lot recently uh, in conjunction with this show, is a 
Gideon that's associated with the new gods, which is a comic creation of Jack Kirby from uh, the 70s. And um, the reason that was brought up is that a lot of people have been tossing around a theory that Harrison Wells is a character called Metron. Uh, and Metron is a, a character that Jack Kirby created based on Leonard Nimoy's Spock. Mm. So the whole... I actually can see that reference quite. The whole, uh, <laughs> you know, Captain's Log type yeah. reference works really well there. And yeah. It, and it, just his whole character, like his whole demeanor and stuff like that. Yeah. I can kind of see where mm-hmm. he might be drawing a little bit from yep. that reference. Very cold and logical. Yeah. Uh, and, and the other piece with this character, when Jack Kirby created Metron, he was created to be a character that could frequently change sides between new genesis and apocalypse the two sides of this new god's universe that Mm -hmm. he created which would also fit well for harrison wells being a character that has shown to be a strong advocate of the flash and also someone that is completely willing to kill to wow function whatever to, to do whatever he needs to do yeah uh, so it would make a lot of sense that we would see this kind of drastic dichotomy in the character. Yeah. And the um, more that, um, you talk, you know, you tell me about this, uh, character, the, right. the more I, I kind of see that like he is very cal- calculated and, yeah. you know, you, you were saying that, um, uh, Metron, what, what was yeah. it? Is Metron. Metron is, uh, like, mm-hmm he wants to know everything in the universe or whatever yeah many universes he just wants to know everything or whatever sure. and that kind of seems like how harrison wells is like even at the end of this episode you know he's he took blood from blackout yeah. yep. snack after he you know killed him or whatever after right. he's dead to kind of see like oh you were able to steal the flash's powers and i was like why would he want to steal the flash's powers but then as you're explaining this to me it makes sense that he would just right. want that knowledge right yeah. For whatever his well, whatever whatever might are. be coming up, yeah. you know, who knows if if the Flash does something that he doesn't agree with, he's got that in his back pocket, you know. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if we see that come back at some point. If we see Wells, I don't do know though because he was that. really upset when the Flash lost his powers and that you know Gideon wasn't able to find anything about the flash in the future so i don't but maybe he's going to use Farouk's blood to figure out a way to transfer Barry's abilities rather than just remove them mm, yeah i don't, I don't know. know yeah for sure he's uh an interesting character and i did especially like this episode with the exploration of that character a little mm-hmm. bit more and and teasing a little a few yeah. things here and there yeah um and he also listed off like yeah, there were a whole bunch of Easter egg name drops in the episode when he was talking about all the people that died for, or, or were, affected were affected from the right. particle accelerator explosion. Yeah, uh, there were a whole bunch of names listed off there. Uh, the most notable being Ralph Dibney, who's, and who's that? He's the elongated man in the comics. I- um, the elongated man? Elongated. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yes. super stretch abilities? Yep. Great. Yep. Super stretch, just <laughs> like uh, Mr. Fantastic from the Marvel Universe or Elastigirl from the Incredibles. Uh, so yeah. you suppose that we'll see something like that? 
I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Well, who you know, are, who are some of the other, like what other kind of characters are we expecting to see? Or not expecting, um, but hoping, I guess. Well, the name drop, you like kind of think, oh, well, maybe they'll bring well, him on. Right. Well, they also named uh, Al Rothstein, who's uh, the Adam from the Golden Age of Comics. He's a Justice Society member. Uh, what kind of powers does the Adam have? The Adam has, let's see here. He has the ability to grow giant-sized. Oh. He grows to enormous size. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So that's his big thing and uh, has proportionate strength to go along with it. Oh, so cool. That would come in strong. handy. Yeah. Right. Uh, so those were kind of the two big ones that they named. It'd be kind of silly if you were list. just like a giant King Kong sized man and then you couldn't like right. lift anything. You were right. like, ooh, I'm couldn't so lift, Couldn't lift a car. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. that's too heavy. That would be yeah. kind of silly. Uh, but no, he has proportionate strength. So if he grows so does, massive, he can. Does uh, this stretchy guy? He can stretch infinitely, like infinite size as well. Far as I know, yeah. And his strength is proportionate to as much as he stretches too. Like he can't like stretch halfway around the world to like save somebody <laughs> falling from a, a you know a building or someone's falling out a window or something like that. And not I guess be I haven't. Catch them I haven't seen the elongated man's powers really like put to the test in that way oh. ever so well, i don't know what do they portray him to actually use these powers for i just feel like on the list of superpowers <laughs> this this elongation superpower would be right not on the list right yeah i, I or at the I very bottom <laughs> yeah it's not a it probably wouldn't be super high on my list either uh but it's really fun to draw in comics. It's really fun to yeah, look at Yeah, I think it would be really comics. interesting to it's visualize. Visual, visually yeah. interesting. And I think that's probably the bigger reason they do it. And it'd be visually interesting in movie form or TV form as well. You know, we've seen it a few times in The Incredibles and in mm-hmm. uh, Fantastic Four and an episode of Smallville. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. But I don't know. I guess I but, just... Uh, I just feel like that's really uh, the short, the short straw, like yeah. For super. Well, I mean, that's it's not the it's not the big character trait for him. The big character trait for the elongated man is that he's a detective. He, oh, okay. He's a Sherlock Holmes type character. Um, that's cool. Then I guess, and that's just kind so, of so right, and thing. it's just an additional bonus. And you that know what? That got. makes sense to me because I feel like if. As a, if I were the elongated man, like I would be not so right. hot to. Plus, I don't see you wielding these. any superpowers. <laughs> I know. Come on, I'd I rather have elongation superpowers than nothing. Well, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But if I had my choice, that would not be sure at the first. But choice. I don't know of any superheroes that actually got to make a choice <laughs> of what superpowers they got. Well, I guess not. I mean, I guess Barry <laughs> sort of made a choice to get his superpowers back. Yeah. In this episode. Yeah. He had to risk being electrocuted. Right. But he just had the yips, apparently. He didn't actually lose his powers. No, I think he, he did actually lose his powers, but then he got them back when Caitlin electrocuted him. He just ah, thought that he didn't get them back. Okay. Okay. I think that's how it went. That'd make some sense. Yeah. And, I mean, not only got them back, but got them back amplified. Yeah. Yeah, they were... Maybe she should electrocute him a few more times and just see how far it can go. <laughs> keep going. Yeah. Just, yeah. I it's mean, all in the name of science. Just hold still. Right. right. Well, and, and we talked about the Speed Force a little bit last week as mm-hmm. this potential place that they may visit 
in the show if they can, you know, push Barry's powers enough. Yeah, and it um, seems like they're kind of amping that up. Right, and it seemed like Wells was really pushing for that quite a lot. Absolutely. So may- maybe he's got some larger interest in tapping into the time force, or mm. the speed force, rather, excuse me, tapping yeah. into the speed force. Uh, that's kind of his larger goal, and he's trying to push Barry that very well to make that yeah, happen. Absolutely. Did you notice that um, the uh, treadmill changed quite significantly? Did it? Yeah, it's I not just notice. like a regular treadmill anymore. Like they've really like they beefed it, it up, up, and it's they like turning it into the cosmic treadmill. They, I mean, really, it's changed quite a lot, and you they've bet. made several references to it, mm-hmm. like in this episode, and mm-hmm. I think in the one previously. Like they kind of have been talking. Oh. My baby can't handle that. You know, Cisco's like, oh, I'm so proud of this thing. Right. I got this. Like, right. She can handle it. Yep. So, um, yeah, I feel like they are, you know, they are kind of leading up towards maybe breaking into the speed force. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah, it would be. It would be. And, uh, well, we've got Reverse Flash coming up in a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be in the mid-season cliffhanger. We're actually going to have a larger encounter with Reverse Flash, I think. Yes. Do you so, suppose that this is going to be mainly focused on Joe? And I, I don't think so. There were some uh, brief spoiler for you guys. Uh, there were some behind-the-scenes photos that got leaked of the Flash and Reverse Flash fighting. Flash was lying on the ground, and Reverse Flash was, like, kicking him, it looked like, in these photos. Oh, uh, cool. So Do I we know who plays Reverse be, Flash, then? We don't. You couldn't no. tell because he was all, oh. Yeah, he was in the full costume. And was really his body see size about this? I didn't see these photos. I'm going to have to check this yeah, out. Yeah, and I don't know what they're going to do with that. It, I mean, the body size looked about the same as Grant Gustin. It was pretty similar looking. Cool. Um, yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm intrigued. I can't wait to see how that's going to unfold. Because I yeah. kind of feel like he's going to be after Joe, you know, for well, continuing like this investigation. I mean, he's yeah. been sort of... I don't know. I guess we don't really know if he's continued, continued it because the last few episodes right. haven't really focused on that at all. Right, right. I mean, on the one hand, bra- uh, you know, Joe seems like a very brave character that would continue to seek justice but not when it comes as best to he can. Iris. I don't but, think that he would put her in right. jebrity. I, mean, I don't he think he'd brave, put Iris into that, jeopardy. Yeah. And also, you know, he, he's talked about before, like, if you know you're beat in a fight, Mm-hmm. It's all right to run. Yeah. Like he's not above calling just like throwing in the towel tactical, and being like, oh, okay, okay, okay. tactical retreat, yeah. right? Absolutely. And and I think that Joe's smart enough to know that when he's dealing with someone like Reverse Flash, mm-hmm. tactical retreat is probably the way to go. Right. Right? Especially experiencing Barry and like no you know right. having Barry right. show him all of these things that he's able to yeah. do. I really liked that um okay, so <laughs> we had sort of two villains Mm -hmm. i guess sort Mm -hmm. of and the episode was sort of split between those two and i i like that actually because i don't think that either of them could have filled a a full episode on their own so it was nice that they had them share yeah um and it was split really well i thought it was a really good balance too yeah and it kind of it kind of threw me off though that like well i mean i liked it and it sort of threw me off at the same time that barry wasn't able to do anything with Right. Well, and that's why it made sense to bring Clock King in in this episode. I mean, if that hostage situation had happened any other week, Mm. what would the outcome have been? Barry would have zipped in two seconds and it's done. Yeah. But because it was paired with 
blackout Farouk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't that way. Yeah, and I did. Yeah. I liked that um, Iris, who had like high expectations and hopes that the Flash was going to come save her. Like she kept right. saying, like, "Oh, well, you, you've messed with the wrong person. Like the Flash right. is going to be here any time. He's my friend. He's always yeah. looking out for me." And then he never shows up. Yeah. So she ends up saving herself, which mm-hmm. I love because I think she just mm-hmm. realized, like, well, I can't sit around and wait all day. I've got to go. Yeah. take care of this i do wish that we had gotten to actually see how she scene. saved herself right. yeah absolutely it was like it was made clear from the dialogue afterwards uh and they kind of wanted to make it be a bit of a cliffhanger with the gunshot and yeah. people not being aware of what happened but i right. think that it would have meant more to her character for us as the audience had we actually gotten to see what happened there right oh, to see her overpower him or outsmart him or however right. it was that she was able to right. like whatever shoot him whatever her way of dealing with that is yeah it would have been nice to see it yeah and for her to just have that uh brave brave moment you know like yeah. the yeah to see her reaction to it or something like that definitely i think it would have been really nice but definitely. eddie gets shot Mm-hmm. And uh, lays in the hospital, super high afterwards. Yep. Which was kind of funny. And then Barry and runs Flash in front of him. Flash uses his powers. And, <laughs> and they're just like, no, no. Eh, you're just, you're just all drugged up. <laughs> right. You didn't see anything. He's like, whoa, guys. Oh. Did, you, did you see that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yep. <clears throat> um, I'm kind of interested to see how the situation between Iris and the Flash and Eddie kind of pans out because. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she cares a lot for Eddie, and they're in a right. relationship, and they're right. know, together a lot and stuff like that. But she's kind of, you know, two-timing him, really, because she's sort of got I mean, these feelings. Like, I don't think that they've really portrayed it as, like, a romantic interest at this point. You don't think so? I think they've, I'm pretty sure they've she's hinted in love with at him. it. They've hinted at it. She came back from the coffee machine without coffee. <laughs> she clearly, like, her mind is elsewhere. And it's well, thinking about the Flash. Right, and right. I don't think it's just, but like, mostly, pondering think, about him. I think it's, like, romantic. I think that it's thinking more about what kind of impact he has on the city. Because it's a, he's a very, like, I would say 50% influential of the time. presence. I would say 50% of the time. And then the other part, because, like, after... When he shows up to places, she gets all, like, dewy-eyed, and, like, you can tell, sure. like, yeah. it's more than just, wow, I'm really thankful for your service. Right. You know, it's, right. like, you know, it's kind of a sexual infatuation. I think it's sort of the same way that, like, you know, people might look at, like, a fireman or a sexy police officer or something. You know, like, you know, they they have those roles, like they come in as strippers and stuff like that for reasons, and it's because, you know, you get into like a savior mode and sure. you develop strong, inf- you know, feelings. It's, mm-hmm. I f- yeah, she's definitely, I think. Yeah. No, I'm not. I don't not, know. It's I'm just going to be interesting. It's, it's going to be interesting, I think, at some point when that comes to a head and she's going to have to like make a decision between... Continuing to lie to Eddie because she is sort of lying to him about, you know, when you have feelings for somebody else, like yeah. it's not really being truthful and honest in your relationship. And then. I mean, she's being pretty open about her blog is about the Flash. That's not a secret. That's, so he knows that. That's the professional that's portion of it, though. <laughs> right. It's not the romantic yeah. feelings of it. But anyway, yeah. I'm just. I'm waiting to see how this kind of develops. Mm hmm. It's it's taken an interesting turn from like a really awkward threesome, like when they're all together, you know, like right. a really awkward 
situation to sort of like, you know, now Barry knows that she likes the Flash. Maybe not him, but it is him. Right. So he kind of has like a little cheeky grin mm-hmm. about it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's taken out all the awkwardness and given him a lot of confidence. And I'm just interested to see how this yeah. love triangle plays out. You bet. CW loves their love triangles. <laughs> no, they do. <laughs> and yep. I love them for their love triangles. You bet. So. You bet. Uh, oh, so, so. <laughs> anyway, so Gerder also, they got him yeah. out of the cell. And this is something that you and I talked about last episode about yeah, how, a little bit. you know, the Flash, like, revealed himself. Right. And how are they going to. Pretty big risk, a yeah. loose thread. and. How are uh, they going to tie this up? Well, they did. They brought him back out and said, here you go, sacrifice yourself. Right, right. And he was willing to do it. Well, yeah. I mean, Wells came and made an offer that he couldn't refuse, said, I'll give you your freedom if you help us deal with this person that's in the building right now. And it bought him about 10 seconds. I <laughs> know, <laughs> 10 seconds of freedom. He, what did you think of uh, Power Surge? Blackout. Uh, blackout? Yeah. Well, I mean, Blackout was really, uh, it was a lot like the character Parasite from the Superman universe in that he like oh. feeds off of people's strengths people's mm. abilities and in this case he was feeding off of the flash the energy and, right right the speed force energy from the flash and um i didn't quite understand was, his powers to be honest i wasn't sure if like because right. he was like I, I need to feed and so i didn't know if yeah. his power was just to suck all of the energy out of people but then or, he also shot lightning bolts but it, but it was like that's how he fed though right so that's not yeah. I, I don't know if it's... Vampiric lightning bolts. Done. That's what we're going with. In the with. books. Yep. <laughs> it was just really yeah. kind of a weird power to me. Like, I just yeah. didn't quite understand how that worked. But Right, right. Yeah. I guess I thought he was interesting just because this this question of, like, what makes this character a hero aside from their powers... Mm-hmm is something that it, it's kind of a bit of a trope. Yeah. You know, it's been done several times, but usually it's something that they'll do in like season three or four, like a ways down the road. And it kind of made me think about this, the Arrow season one episode where Detective Lance was investigating the possibility of Oliver Queen being Arrow. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another, it's a trope that usually happens, but it usually doesn't happen nearly as early on. And they were very proactive in saying, like, this is a suspicion people are going to have, mm-hmm. and we're going to deal with it. We're going to look at it right away so that that suspicion is dealt with and people don't just have this giant question mark floating overhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, you know, it's a little bit of the same thing that... You know, looking at what makes him a hero besides his powers was something they wanted to deal with right away here. Yeah, I think this was a good example. I think this was a very, like, clear example of him being heroic without his powers. Yeah. But I I feel like they have pretty consistently shown that regardless of his powers, he's always wanted to be, like, he's just a good person. Like, he wants to do what, like, everything that he can to help other people. He just hasn't really been able to do it until now. Right, he hasn't had the physical ability to really have a significant impact or a profound impact. Right, right. Um, 
and being the flash he has and they that have ability. they have explained i think a couple times like oh the when you the particle accelerator just like amplified who you really right. were and so i think mm-hmm. that probably you know lends to the fact mm-hmm. that he's always been really heroic he just mm-hmm. wasn't able to be a hero before now yeah. he is yeah Absolutely. but it was i did like the fact that it was like a very clear example like he's gonna try he's gonna put his life on the line regardless of these powers or mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. yeah so overall what'd you think of the episode very good thumbs up medium it um not so great oh <laughs> uh, i it was all right yeah i mean it wasn't bad like none of these episodes yeah. really have been bad at all mm-hmm. at all i've loved every second of the flash but mm-hmm. um i mean and i get it this episode was sort of like a we needed to to like break it up a little bit and yeah so i liked it for that yeah I think I really liked it a lot. I mm. think aside from one and four, this is probably my favorite. Really? One and four were standout episodes to me. The pilot episode and the episode with Captain Cold yeah. were standouts to me. And this one was really good. Captain I Cold was legit. I can't wait for to see him come back around. Yeah. yeah. Like, what has he been doing this whole time? They should really, like, <laughs> mention something, put something in a paper or, right. you know, just something for right. us to see, like, where'd this guy mm-hmm. go? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that Heat Wave and he are coming back in episode 10, which should be the first episode after the yeah, mid-season Yeah, but that's break. so long. Yeah. It's like so many weeks from now. Yeah. It's like 2015. <laughs> I know. It's a, it's a whole Yikes. year later. Jeez. Yikes. Whole year. <laughs> but I do uh, I do really like that character, so I'm kind of yeah. interested to see where he comes from. It'll be a lot of fun when he comes back and has Heatwave with him. Both of the Prison Break <laughs> brothers together committing crimes. Yeah. Again. Prison yeah. Pa- prison Break Pride. As you said. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I know that we're wrapping this up. But before we do, I do want to say thank you to our SoundCloud listeners. Um, I know yeah. I, I only put up like our most recent episode on SoundCloud, but you can listen to all of our episodes on iTunes. Right. Um, but we do actually have some SoundCloud listeners that like comment or like or repost it or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really, really cool of them. It's very yeah. awesome that they that like I actually can see those listeners there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh yeah, we would actually really like you guys all to check us out on iTunes yep. and maybe le- leave us a little comment on that. Review there, or review. feedback or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Let us know how we're doing. Yeah, it can only help us make the show better for y'all. You bet. And as, as always, feel free to shoot us a message on Twitter at Flash Fanatics or Facebook. Also, facebook.com slash Flash Fanatics. Uh, and we'll keep in touch with you there. So let us know what you want to see on the show or what you want to hear on the show Mm -hmm. rather Mm -hmm. um and we'll try and spice things up a little bit for you yeah we're here for you (laughs) (laughs) uh but next week yeah next week we've got the big episode right the biggest the biggest the (laughs) crossover episode super pumped about this yeah all of the trailers have looked like just so much fun yes and we're gonna see the whole crew from Arrow and the whole crew from The Flash crossing over into one another's shows. Yeah. Um, Which means more felicity. And we've got more, <laughs> more felicity. <laughs> and we've got Rainbow Raider mm-hmm. in The Flash episode. And we've mm. got Captain Boomerang in the Arrow episode. And it should just be a whole bunch of fun. <laughs> yeah. And 
So we'll we'll actually talk about both of those episodes in our next podcast, the two-parter, since it goes together. Mm-hmm. Um, it, in two episodes? Hmm. I don't know. Let us know what you guys want to have happen with that. Would you rather shoot us, shoot us a message on Twitter? Would you rather it all be in one episode that we talk about both of those episodes? Or would you rather have two Back in a Flash podcast episodes to cover the two parts that way you can listen to one part and not the other if you'd like to or right not sure right you know however it works yeah shoot us a message on twitter let us know how you'd like that to be handled or facebook Mm -hmm. yeah and we'll we'll talk to you next week we'll be back back in a flash. flash